The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. Okay. Well, just for the record, we got a son in Phoenix, too. 52. Oh, yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sunny in Phoenix podcast, the weekly podcast where we keep you up to date on everything Suns-related. I am your co-host for today, David McGraw, alongside the ever-so-dabbing Mitch Krumpetich. What's up? My neck hurts. (laughs) On this week's show, we talk about Mitch's sore neck. We discuss as little of the Suns as we possibly can. So we talk (laughs) about the All-Star break, we talk about some college basketball, and we have a very, very old throwback uh, meme non-sports plug follow us on twitter at sunny and phx pod same thing for instagram go on itunes leave us a five-star review and a comment and you will get a shout out on the show all right so we are gonna start off by very quickly just mentioning that the suns happened to attempt to play a game against the clippers on wednesday the 13th it was a 134 107 loss and that's all we're gonna say about that so, All-Star. There, there are some Suns-related notes in, in the All-Star weekend festivities. The first one being... Festivities. Yes. The events, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> but we did have some, some interesting stuff in the Rising Stars game, which DeAndre Ayton was part of Team World. Team World lost for the first time in a couple years. But they lost 161 to 144. But DeAndre Ayton started on that World team... He played 22 minutes. He had 15 points, 8 rebounds, and 5 assists. I know some people were saying, oh, DeAndre Ayton's passing isn't... Not that people ever said it was bad, but they're like, oh, it's kind of better than we thought. And it's pretty amazing what what a big man can do like Ayton when he has players around him who can hit shots. It's, yeah. He's just not used to that, so... He, he's absolutely not. The The fact is that he would be having close to five assists a game if we weren't so garbage. Right. The fact that he gets any assists in normal games is astounding. Right. Yeah, but, you know, just happy to have Aiton involved and getting some recognition for for being a, a good first or second year player. Or there was one third year player in there in Ben Simmons, but we'll, we'll ignore that one. <laughs> ben Simmons did a, had a joke if, and said something about competing in the Rising Stars game next year, so that was pretty good. That's funny. At least he's self-aware. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm actually going to go out on a limb, which isn't really going out on much of a limb, and say this was probably the best part of All-Star Weekend, since the three-point contest didn't go how we hoped it would. Well, I think, I, I honestly think that this aspect of of all-star weekend is is not usually the recently it's it's been the best just because these a lot more to prove yeah and they're wanting to show that off Mm -hmm. there the all the all-star game you really only see guys like really going all out when they are like kind of hungry like Giannis always shows out at the all-star game because he's he is Giannis, and that's just the kind of guy he is. And he wants to kind of, like, show that, like, he's amazing. Whereas guys, you know, like LeBron, like, he does not need to go and 
like go a hundred percent all the time at All Star Game because he's done it for the last thirty seven years. So right, but uh, I think I think that this has been consistently a good game in the last however many years, and probably one of the mm-hmm. well one parts of All Star Weekend that you can definitely watch because these guys are all wanting to like prove, go up against their peers, show what they've got. Whereas the all-star game just doesn't have that. Right. Yeah. So this was good. I was, I was happy with it. Would have liked to see Aiden win, but it was still cool that he was there. If we move on, we had the skills competition, which was possibly the next best event of the weekend and I think they need to get rid of the skills competition so that tells you about the state of All-Star Weekend um no sons worthy news there Jason Tatum won future Pelican Jason Tatum (laughs) yeah that's right he he hit a half court shot the it's it's weird because the skills competition is basically just who can hit a three pointer first and I want to quickly go into just a little brainstorm session of, you know, a lot of people have been talking about we need to replace the skills competition with something. It's just not that exciting. And they divided it into bigs versus guards, and that just hasn't been that exciting. So what do you have anything off the top of your head that we could replace the skills competition? I think with? we need something that takes a little bit more time, a little bit more necessarily practice but i mean we have the three-point competition we don't need enough we don't need a smaller worse three-point competition and yeah like part of the dunk competition and the three-point competition is that they kind of take a bit of time and no one cares about the skills competition uh you know it's kind of just a relay race and it's a couple of relay races and then the whole thing's done so there needs to be something i think that you know maybe do like I don't I don't really have an idea. I don't really have an idea. I'm trying to think of the next, you know, the the next thing that is is talked about. And the only thing is like could you do something with handles? Is there anything that you could absolutely do? But I don't think so. Yeah, that's tough. Like Okay. I have a couple ideas. Handles are the only flashy thing like other thing. That and blocks and you just can't you can't do a block competition right. at all. Right. I mean, maybe you could do like a vertical leap. You may. Okay. Here, here. Okay. I'll just get into this. Couple ideas. One, I literally just thought of this just now. Maybe it would be cool to do a combine, like combine type activities for the guys already in the league. So we could say, oh, here's so and so's vertical leap. And compare it to their actual combine numbers. I don't know. That could be boring. I, the, the only problem with that one is that no um, one would agree to it because, like, these stars don't want to. Right. They don't want to actually show their like their like standing reaches or like their actual height or like any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, let's see. Okay, on on the more joking meme type side, uh, I mentioned a couple episodes ago that someone suggested to the starters that since the skills competition was sponsored by taco bell that they should do some (laughs) sort of burrito involvement where they have to like slam a burrito in the middle of it or at the end or something and i kind of want to run with that there was this video 
years ago. I want to say it was his rookie year where Kelly Olynyk ate this burrito in one bite while on a plane, and it was pretty disgusting. But maybe we do like a one bite okay. burrito challenge. <laughs> We'd have See guys with indigestion no, sitting out that, games that like in a scanner. But yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, really out DNP cheeseburgers. Um, but okay, for real though, no one knows that. Back to the starters. I listen to the starters a lot. Someone suggested to them knockout or bump, whatever you want to call it. That could be cool. Have them do it from either the three-point well, line they, or they from half kind court. Play, toyed around that could with be kind force. of cool. And and it was kind of it was, it was pretty boring. I, I mean, yeah, I remember it, that. It's kind of these okay. guys can they they don't there isn't a whole lot yeah. of like interesting like things you can do with that, and so it kind of just ends up being kind of boring. Right. Here's my here's my real idea though. I think this is the best one I have. Do some sort of king of the court or 21 challenge. Just one-on-one have five or six guys. And it could be the, the guys with the best handles, the flashiest guys, the guys who can really get to the rim. I think guys like Kyrie, those style of players, I think that could be really cool. Okay. To have them do like a big 21 competition. I think that would be fun. I think there has to be there has to be some sort of like handles thing or some finishing like without dunks. Yeah. Like that could cuz like lay-ins and stuff like <laughs> Well, we kind of had that in the dunk contest. Yeah. We had a lot of power lay-ins. Uh nice uh, you know, maybe they should just change the dunk competition into the brick competition because the dunk judging is yeah. awful and guys yeah. brick dunks all the time and miss them and then they still get seven or eights. Yeah, that was lame. Um, but I think there has to be something with handles, and I think there's something or that passing. you can... well, I mean, then at, the, at that point you have the skills competition. The passing one is the skills, like that's the whole point of it, right? But they don't even have to do that. If they miss three times, they just move on. Yeah, well, I mean, and it, that's dumb that right, they have. They shouldn't do that, but it's that's like part of the rules. They should maybe have... they. What if they made it like the NFL? Remember how the Pro Bowl? I think they brought that back. The Pro Bowl used to do like a, the quarterbacks would do a passing thing and they would have to hit moving targets and stuff. I just think they do did that, but with that. a basketball. I think they did bring that back. I, didn't they do like dodgeball or something this year? Like the NFL yeah, Pro Bowl? Yeah, they did something like that. I don't know if I want to see NBA players play dodgeball. No, I it's don't. It's funnier think to see like linemen and stuff. Play yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I, I really think that like some sort of dribbling, dribbling exhibition would be where it's at. Yeah, well, tweet at us at Sunny and PHX Pod if you have any ideas. Not that we make any of these decisions, but what do you, what do you think? There's there's uh, some some options, I suppose. But let's talk quickly about the dunk contest. This was possibly the worst dunk contest ever. Hamadou Diallo he did have a pretty nice dunk over Shaq. He he opened his jersey like the Superman kind of thing, which was cool. Uh, he he did get up. He got over Shaq, and then he hung his elbow on the rim, Vince Carter style. Which okay, great, that's cool, but it's been done. I don't know. Like, I, I'm just so divided on this because I feel like almost everything has been done at this point. 
But I don't know. Then Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine bring out these things. And the Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine thing, though, like I don't know. that year was one of those where, like, I, I think every year since then has just been terrible because, like, that's as good as you could get it. We have high mm-hmm. expectations, yes, but. I, I don't think that high expectations made this dunk contest bad. I think it was just bad in general. I think that guys just aren't very original. I think that's part of the issue. I think that like a lot of these guys, like, what else are you going to do? Or they all want to just like redo Vince Carter things. And it's like, no, don't do that. Like, I like, yes, he's very influential. He's like still in the league, blah, 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 blah. But like, we need different stuff. Right. Let's. I don't want to take anything away from that dunk because it was crazy. To get over Shaq takes a lot, and Hamadou Diallo is not a big guy. He just got up. That was impressive, and he didn't push off. I really don't think he put he his like off. hand on. I think it he just put his he put his hand on Shaq, and I think it was just kind of to like know where he was. It didn't look like he was using it. To I don't think he left. used it to get any lift, and it was a great dunk. I really liked it. And it was. I think was. whenever any guy puts like his uh, hangs his elbow on the rim, it's just sweet. It it's is just like a it's really, really cool, cool thing. Um, Blake did that one in his dunk contest that, like, he had this like like his elbow when he did it, and that was sweet. But mm-hmm. yeah, but like yeah, yeah, I mean, the dunk contest is pretty boring. But I feel like we've had a lot of boring dunk con- dunk contests. Cause, and there are lulls until some guy yeah. comes in with, like, a bunch of different ideas. And, you know, Zach Levine does it, like, three years in a row or whatever and gets hurt and he can't do it. And Aaron Gordon mm-hmm. does it two years in a row. Mm-hmm. And the second year, was he just flopped. So I don't blame him for not kind of doing it again. Right. I I guess there's rumors that he is willing to come back next year for it. And I hope he does. That's fair. I know. I know. Like Giannis was asking if he should be in the dunk contest recently. That would but... be awesome. The oh, only man. like, I, I feel like there are some of the guys that did the dunk contest, and especially that year where there was the it was the team dunk contest and it was garbage. Yeah, remember when they tried to do that? Yes. Uh, some of those guys need to get into the dunk contest again because, like, Dame had a really cool dunk. Uh, Harrison Barnes was trying to do this one and it was sponsored by 2K and he missed it the <laughs> oh. entire time and then they showed it on the Jumbotron of him like like making the dunk oh as a gosh. 2K player. It was the worst, but it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a little rough. But overall, I think the dunk contest is, I guess, fine how it is. The judging is always so weird. Oh, we but... need new... We need, like, strict judging guidelines. We need real judging. Yeah. We don't need DJ Khaled doing whatever. I know that. I don't, I don't think he was. He wasn't there, I, but. No, but. It's, it's I, just, I didn't mean that, but, like, just in general, like, there are years where DJ Khaled's doing it. And it's like, why are we doing this? Right, right. And we just need some guys who are just actual players that people have heard of. <laughs> Again, like, Hamadou Diallo was like we've heard of Hamadou Diallo. We've heard of Dennis Smith Jr. I mean, we've heard of these guys, but like the average NBA fan, casual fan who turns All Star on and says, "Oh, I forgot about I forgot this was tonight." They're gonna see these guys and say, "Who?" I mean, but that's probably how it is. I mean, how many people know Jason Richardson? 
like Vince Carter made a name for himself because of the dunk contest. Like, that's true. That is true. I, I don't think that's you can judge point. it off of that. I think a lot of these guys, they can get their names out there. But there's just there's not anything that's as as crazy. And I think there are a lot of guys that it seems like there are a lot of guys that are afraid to like mess it up, but then end up messing up anyways. So like, what's the point? Yeah, just go for it. I want some more so, off yeah. the side of the backboard dunks, like alley oop. Cool. John Collins I want, did that. I want more of those. It was cool. Those are always cool, or like coming from behind, like behind the backboard. I need more things like that. Yeah, I liked that John Collins one, but it, I think it was just kind of tough to tell what he did, mm-hmm. and you know, especially with your first dunk, you just need to do something. A little bit more simple and super flashy. Yeah. You, the problem is is that, like, these guys will be like, oh, this is, like, a really, like, cool dunk. But if it's not flashy, then you're just... It doesn't matter what right. you do. Well, and then they show a replay, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's what he did. Cool. Well, that's, like, but like the Gerald Green When he thing. does it, I'm not like, whoa. The Gerald Green thing when he blew out the candle. Like, no one yeah. knew, had any idea what, like, he was doing right. on that but one. that's and then, so cool. Then they did the slow yeah. motion, and I was like, oh, Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a really good comparison. Yeah. Well, that's it for the dunk contest. The three-point contest ended in disappointment. Congratulations to Joe Harris. I guess it's kind of cool that a guy like Joe Harris wins over Steph Curry. But Why couldn't we hire uh, Kenny Atkinson? I know. But, so... Devin Booker goes into the dunk, con- or dunk contest, <laughs> the three-point contest, and he starts off struggling. He misses quite a few in the beginning. Once he gets to the top of the key, that third rack, he really starts getting into a rhythm. He gets there. He gets to his money ball rack. He hits all of them, but he's just he needed to score two more points to advance. Or no, just one more. Two more points to advance. One more point to tie. Yeah, yes. And he was really close, and then he said a bad word on TV, and that was kind of funny. But, I mean, I think overall it was good that he was there, and it's good that Aiton was there. And we know that guys build these relationships over All-Star Weekend, and we said this exact same thing last year when Booker was there and nothing happened, but... It's better than not having anyone there. That is true. That is true. It's always nice to have your own guys there. And it does seem like we always have at least someone there. But the world's competition is... is I, I think the like USA versus World fresh, freshman-sophomore game is more nice to have a guy at. Uh, yeah. I... If Josh was able, if he didn't struggle so much at the beginning of the year, he would have for sure been in. I was just about to say that same thing, and it would have been really nice to have two Suns players in that. It, it would have been, but uh, you know, he he was he was struggling a lot. So there's yeah. Well, and maybe next year we'll have Aiton and Bridges or someone like that. Maybe Bridges. Yeah, I don't think Bridges is a guy does. that can ever really get into the, that game. He just, I don't think he does. Just because he's more about he's more, it's not like more about defense, but also um, he's ne- he's not gonna you know 
he's not going to ever really have a ton of high scoring games like in a, like throughout a season yeah. to I think be able to do it. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I can dream. Oh, we can absolutely dream. That's uh, for sure. Yeah, Elliot Cabo, DeAnthony Melton, Mikael Bridges, DeAndre Ayton. They'll all be in the Rising Stars. Zion slash John Warren, whoever. <laughs> uh, and, and Zion, yeah. <laughs> but that's a very good transition into our next section, which is about college players. But before we get to that point, I realized I did not explain why, why things are just a tiny bit different this week. I'll give a very short explanation and explain why my neck hurts. I went to a concert. It's been a while since I've been to one. I saw Make Them Suffer, Chelsea Grin, and Born of Osiris on Sunday night. I got back very late because Make Them Suffer is super cool. They're one of my favorite bands. Huge, huge, huge shout out and thank you to those guys because I got to hang out with them and it was so cool. Um, Especially Booka and Sean. They're great people and I got to talk to them a lot. It was like a dream come true. So that was so cool. So yeah, I texted Charlie and David, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be home pretty late. So, yeah, huge, huge thank you to those guys. But that's why that's why it's different this week. But anyway, college. College basketball is still going on, despite the all-star break for the NBA, giving some of us who haven't watched a lot of college some time to kind of catch up on what's going on, and those of us like me who watch college anyway, <laughs> less games to have to watch with the NBA not being on. So... You know, there's a lot of talk about Zion, of course. There's been some talk about Ja Morant because he's the best point guard in in this draft class, it's looking like. But are there any possibly under-the-radar guys that you're interested in? You know, maybe a worst-case scenario kind of thing where the ping-pong balls really go awry and we end up with the 10th pick or something? (laughs) Well, I don't think we're going to have any issues there. There is... I, I haven't been I haven't jumped in to the rabbit hole as much um, of college basketball yet. Uh, I've been watching stuff here and there. Uh, you know, obviously, like Rui's good, but people aren't really sure where he's going to play. Um, there's a guy for the more on that later. More on that <laughs> later. Yeah, exactly. Um, I can't remember his first name, but uh, ASU has a guy that you know is projected. Like, like, or was projected a little earlier on late lottery. Um, it's uh, Dort. I think it, I'm gonna look it up real quick. What his first name is, but it has uh, some Marcus Smart comparisons. Hmm. And uh, no, you thank know, you. No, <laughs> I, I understand that. And like this is he is, um, he is not like going to be a high lottery pick or anything like that. But just like a strong-nosed combo guard that's like a defensive a defensive stalwart if you if you want to say yeah Uh, so um yeah i'm not going to even try and say his first name Uh, it's eldort i i thought it was something a lot easier for me to say and then i remembered why i couldn't remember it uh i'm not gonna try it but uh he's he's really good he had some really really good games as or, or especially season asu's hit a little bit of a lull in conference play which is what they did last year too but not as bad as last year thankfully um but he's 
he's pretty solid. Getting some got some Marcus Smart comparisons, and just like a hard nosed defensive guy that I think will be able to have a pretty a pretty good NBA career. Okay, cool. Always got to cheer for the ASU guys, and I like that you bring up Rui because I'm going to talk about Rui. So, <laughs> Rui Hachimura, Gonzaga, power forward, 100% power forward. He will have to play the four in the NBA. After watching what he's been doing lately, I cannot really imagine him playing the three. He, I mean, I guess maybe... Like, a TJ Warren comparison is kind of there, but Rui's a little bit better of a playmaker. Not a little. He's a lot better playmaker and smarter player, better defender, all of that. But uh, I just really think he fits the power forward position in the modern NBA pretty well. He's he's a strong guy. He's got the body to defend fours. He is 6'8", so he's a little bit smaller but his, I just think he's got the body to defend fours. He could defend threes too, but that's I, I would put him at the four. Here's my thing, though. We'll talk about college players, and I'll talk about some more, but if the Suns don't have the one pick, I'm pretty much in the boat of Zion or trade the pick. That's pretty much where I'm at right now. I like John Morant, but I would rather trade the pick and someone or whatever we need to get an established point guard. I would rather that than John Morant at this point. So, yeah. That's where I'm at. That's tough. I mean, I'm, That's tough. It is, it is. I mean, it all just depends on, on how the lottery goes. You can't pass up Zion. Zion is too good. I almost don't think you can pass up uh, Ja either. Yeah. I mean, we need a point guard so bad. I think if you have the two pick, you have to take him, and you just have to go with it. I think you get any, you get, you get three. You, you maybe see if someone takes Barrett over Jaw, or hope that someone does. But mm-hmm. you, you're looking to trade that. You're looking to trade RJ Barrett to someone else or whoever anyone wants. Uh, yeah, I don't want him. I don't want him at all. I mean, good player, good player, but it's just. Not what we no, need. No, not at all. We we need we need a point guard. We need a power forward. If we can't get Zion, we yeah. can't get Job. We we draft Barrett and trade him. Yeah. The other guy, though, to keep an eye on college wise at Gonzaga is Brandon Clark, who has just been a beast. And I didn't think he would get drafted at the beginning of the season, but he has been a great rebounder, great scorer. He averages almost four blocks a game, I believe. It's it's pretty impressive. Brandon Clark has been really good. And the other guy I have to give a shout-out to is Admiral Schofield on Tennessee. He lit Gonzaga up, and he hasn't been playing quite as well lately, but do not sleep on Admiral Schofield. I really like his game. Good player. I also want to highlight something that we talked about the other day that I kind of realized we haven't talked about on the show because I was surprised when I read this and remembered it, but the Bucks pick that we have from, from the trade where we sent Bledsoe and all of that, we're probably not getting that this year because the Bucks have been really good. So the protections on that are between, they have to be, 
they have to get a pick between 11 and 17 in order for that to convey to us this year. So that's not going to happen because right now they're set to get the 30th pick. So, yeah. So that pick would, it's probably going to convey in 2020. Oh, you know what? I just misspoke. It's between 4 and 16. Yeah. It only conveys it only conveys if the pick is between four and sixteen in twenty nineteen. I was reading the last year's protections. Yeah. Between four and sixteen in twenty nineteen. In twenty twenty the pick is only top seven protected. And in twenty twenty one it's unprotected. But pretty likely we're gonna get that in twenty twenty. But as far as I'm concerned, that's a trade ship. Just trade that thing. Yeah, there's I I remember when we were talking about it last year and kind of talking about how weird the protections were and I mean you have to you had to talk yourself into being okay with that with that pick getting back because right. thank you Bledsoe, thank you McDonough. Um thank you next. Yeah. Not going to lie, the new Ariana Grande album is pretty fire. <laughs> well, no, that's you know the the most Mitch thing I think I've heard in a little bit. <laughs> it's not bad. I, I really... Well, so I was like, I'm not going to listen to this. Then I was in a subway. Not like a mode of transportation, but like a restaurant. And it came on. And I said, oh, wow, oh. Is this that Ariana Grande song that everyone and their mom has been tweeting about? I'm like, it's actually not bad. So I went and listened to the whole album. And it's... It grooves pretty hard at times. Are you going to tell me also about how great the Carly Rae Jepsen album is? But uh, I haven't listened to it yet. The Jeps. I, I'm, I'm surprised. I kind of like her. Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah, that's a, that was the talk on RNBA for a hot minute. On yeah. <laughs> randomly for no RNBA and Carly Rae Jepsen have a very interesting relationship. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's weird. But yeah. Check out Make Them Suffer. Check out Ariana Grande's new album. Anyway. <laughs> Check out yeah, something. The, the protections on that pick are super weird, and we might as well just trade Yeah, I, I don't think there's a point. I think, oh, we're the worst. We suck so much, and we just, we need to do something. And I was really annoyed that we didn't make, just, I don't even care if we, like, made some Strange move that didn't make any sense because we need something. We needed something. Like, the yes. Tyler Johnson thing is like, all right, we traded for Tyler Johnson. That's fine. Like, what What next? Like, tell me something next. What is going on? N- nothing. Thank you, next. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but, okay, let's let's make this a little bit more positive here. The All-Star break, once it ends... We have a game Thursday the 21st at Cleveland. We could win this game. Cleveland has 12 wins. We, oh, we play have 11 much better wins. on the road. So, therefore, they're a game better than us. I know, I know. But we don't often get to play teams that are even close to our record. So, that's kind of nice. But at this point, it's not beneficial for us to win. It doesn't so. matter. The lottery that's odds are all nice. jacked up now anyways. So, who cares? Right, it's all point. the same for the top three. So, I would I would love to win. I can't believe I'm going to say this. I would love <laughs> to win one more game this I season. mean, last year we didn't win a single <laughs> game in February. 
or and like or we won That's I think right. we won one game and it was the March first time ever or something like that or we won one game in March and didn't win a game yeah. in March or, yeah or it was I think it was we, yeah. we won one game in January because it was and we won it was like the 31st or something and it was gonna be the first time in Suns history that we had gone a whole month without a win <laughs> and then February we didn't win anything or maybe it was February yeah. March I can't remember but it was too consecutive and I remember saying, like, don't worry, next <laughs> yeah. month we'll do it. <laughs> so, yeah, we're we're kind of in that boat again. Not a lot of games in February, but so Cleveland the 21st, at Atlanta Saturday the 22nd, or sorry, 23rd. So two games against not great teams. but Except Atlanta has been kind of okay in the new year. Yeah, and Trey Young is, like, actually good. And John Collins. And so is really John good. Collins is insane. Yeah. Yeah, that so, team yay. that team is going to be good soon. Yep. Yep. So, that's that's the upcoming games before the next the next time we we put out an episode, so that's what we've got now. So, we'll be looking at 11 and 903 Ugh. as our record. I uh I I just want to point out uh or just ask a question real quick. Yes. A likelihood that Booker ends up not playing another game just like last year after the All-Star Ooh, break. Good question. Um and he'll be hurt. Yeah. And be like if I could play, I would, but yeah, I don't want to just sit blah blah blah. I and bet have he'll surgery play not until late into the offseason. I bet he'll play for I bet he plays the Cleveland. You know what? No. He'll play the rest of this month because we play at Miami on that's our last game in February. And he does love. He's going to want to do Miami. the jer- yeah, and he's going to want to do the jersey swap with Dwayne Wade. Yeah, that's fair. And then after that game, he'll be out for his hamstring for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, he'll have a bruised hamstring that sidelines him for forever. Yep. Yep. I think that's going to be it. Ugh. But, so yeah, let's move on now to my favorite section of the show, the non-sports-related section. And we have a Twitter question. Send any non-sports-related questions or sports-related questions to at SunnyandPHXPod on Twitter. Friend of the show, Josh, at Josh Cran. The Cranmeister, the Cranberry. The reader of all seven Harry Potter books on audiobook over the summer. The man who needs no further introduction. Except we aside keep on giving really him long one. I just <laughs> <laughs> Without further ado, Josh's question says, What's your opinion on the word moist? I think it's really dumb how many people are weirded out about that word. Thoughts? Okay, remember at the beginning of the episode where I talk about how we talk about a really old meme for non-sports? Yep. Here it is. Yep. So, uh... Welcome to the Moist and PHX podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem with this word. It's never bothered me. Um, I think it's a dumb word. I don't think like it's a very good word. I think it's just like kind of bleh. like they're like damp. Same thing. It's the same word. So I I just always say damp. Mm, okay, I guess they're pretty much the same meaning. I just know some people that are like terrified of the word moist and refuse to say it. And it's just a word. You're just a word. I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> I guess it's kind of a gross meaning, I suppose. 
Usually when things are moist, it's not good. Well, a moist toilet, <laughs> that moist is good. Toilet. But I guess when I think moist, I think of like moisture. I think of mold okay. a lot of the times too. And I remember, actually, it takes me back to when I lived in Spokane with with a friend of the show, Josh, at Josh Crayon on Twitter. We lived in this old house in Spokane, and we had black mold at one point. And it was pretty bad. And I think they just painted our ceilings <laughs> so that we wouldn't see it. But it was still there, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, we told our landlord and we were like, yeah, this is probably not good. And yeah, I think they just painted over. But moist is, I suppose it's gross because it makes me think of moist leads to mold, that's, which is bad. That's fair. Unless you're talking blue cheese, then it's good. Uh, and I like blue cheese. No, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, referring to blue cheese as <laughs> mold is not the way to get anyone to eat blue cheese. Yeah, but That's if you're fair. eating it, you know what That's it is. That's fair. Um, yeah, moist thing, like... Uh, it, it, I think it's over... It's I think definitely people sure. overreact to it way too much. Um... Wasn't it in like a TV show or something about someone hating moist? I think it was like How I Met Your Mother or something. And I feel like that's where that's where part of it came Ugh, from. I'm so, sure. You know, everyone jumped onto it. That show. I don't mean to out Josh on this, but I think he's made it pretty public. Josh used to be a big... Oh no, sorry. How I Met Your Mother. I thought you said Big Bang Theory. I heard Big Bang Theory. <laughs> You, I'm not a big fan of How I Met Your Mother, but I don't really have qualms with it because I know it's like a decent show. I just never got into it. But Big Bang Theory, completely different story. And Josh used to be into the Big Bang Theory. Of course he did. I know, right? Uh, Josh, I thought we were. I thought we <laughs> what we had was special. Mitch drops this bomb on me, and then you hear this. I know. Yep. Judge bomb. Judge bomb in the wrong <laughs> way. Mitch dropping dropping negative judge bombs. We still love him despite his his mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. Speak for yourself. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Forgive and forget, David. I I've watched bad shows before too. Anyway, we're so off topic. <laughs> I was gonna I, I wanted to say like Game of Thrones, but Ooh, then literally Oh, I can't wait for the new season. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Yeah. Anyway, I think we're done. We're, we're done. That's here. it. Let's get let's get Thanks. out of here. If you've made it this far, thank you. <laughs> I don't know how people would even make it to this point, so thank you. Go listen to make them suffer. Follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Cran. Don't cry too much while watching the Suns attempt to play basketball. Yeah. Here's to you for sticking through this season. We'll be back next week with more Suns related stuff. Thank you and go Suns. Bye.